This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Bringing you the best news and views. You're with Dean Beck. Joy 94.9. Midsummer 2016 is well and truly up and running and one of the premier events for this year is a whole expo actually, a whole day of activities for teachers and parents and anyone who has got a child who is of a sex or a gender diverse background. Here to tell us more about this is Adam Sermaz. He's a teacher and organiser with the Teachers Union. Adam, tell us a little bit about Schools Out for Midsummer, if you would. Hi, Dean. Thanks for um, thanks for having me. I work for the Australian Education Union and we represent our, our teacher members and I'm a teacher myself and we do training at the Education Union with our, uh, our staff. Around, Are these uh, those notorious in-service days that we hear about? Yeah, no, no, no. This is most of our training happens in their own time. Oh, so okay. It's, uh, you know, outside of school hours, right, typically. Yeah. Uh, but it's teachers who want to make a difference. So we, we talk to teachers about uh, ways that they can support young people that they're working with and their colleagues, which is really important, and the families, because there are a whole diverse range of families that we work with uh, out there in schools these days. If my education was anything to go by, we certainly didn't have an even playing field regarding uh, bullying and uh, mm-hmm. the discrimination that I experienced each and every day that I went to school. Things have changed a lot in the last 40 years, thank God, and these <laughs> days more and more schools are embracing a, a safer place for kids who are a little different. Yeah, no, I think definitely. It's, um, I had a similar experience at school, and we know, I mean, uh, there's research back in 2010 that had about 70% of students experiencing homophobic bullying in school, so it's still around. Uh, teachers understand they've got a responsibility to uh, provide a safe uh, and supportive learning environment. That doesn't mean that they do. I know, exactly. So that's why we need to, uh, we want to try and support them in the, in. there's a lot uh, that gets put on teachers' shoulders. Sure. A lot of sure. responsibilities, a lot of societal ills that they've got to deal with, and homophobia is one of them. Uh, but our members take it seriously. They want to do something. They want to do the right thing by their students. The resistance has always been, this is yet another thing that they have to take on board. Mm. And uh, even some of the schools and safe schools sort of frameworks have been resisted by some teachers because... Uh, they don't want to, firstly, they don't want to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Secondly, uh, it means learning more uh, ways of dealing with kids, mm-hmm. which maybe not uh, not such a bad thing, but it's just more on their workload. Um, is it really that difficult for them to adopt these I- ideologies and policies? Yeah, look, I think it's... It's something that's brought a societal issue. If you look at it, it happens in schools, but it happens in the corporate world as well. Uh, people are nervous about uh, whether they're going to offend someone or whether they're including everybody or not at work, and sometimes the way that they deal with that is by putting their head in the sand. Teachers do have busy workloads. They've got a lot of time pressures. Um, but I know, I know that our members think it's important that they want to do something to uh, make sure that they're supporting every young person um, and the parents as well. Now, Schools Out for Midsummer is a forum and an expo. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell us a bit about the expo, and we'll get to the forum a bit later, but yeah. the, the expo side of this this day. All right, so as part of the uh, expo, we've got, there's a whole bunch of organisations out there who do great things to support young people and support teachers and uh, families in our community, and what we want to try and do is have uh, them available on the day so that anyone who comes along can wander through and pick up some materials and resources and ideas and make connections, uh, and hopefully make some connections between the organisations as well, uh, so that we can coordinate our efforts 
a little bit better in terms of how we're supporting uh, schools and young people. This will be a tremendous uh, resource day for uh, parents and teachers. Yep, well, I think so. I think so. Oh, we do a lot of work with the Safe Schools Coalition, and they'll be there, uh, and they provide a lot of resources. But everyone, all of them do, and they're all coming at it from different angles. Well, I'm minus 18, who work directly with young people, is governed by young people, uh, and a whole bunch of uh, other organisations as well. So there'll be. Um, my hope is, well, you know, we have um, teachers who maybe aren't as active as they are in that space, um, and they sometimes worry about a parental complaint, for example, uh, if a parent takes offence to what they might be talking about at school. Uh, what I want is parents who come along in the day to be going to their school and saying, well, it's not good enough to not talk about this. I want my school to be part of this program, or I want my teachers to be aware mm. of the support that's out there. The Australian Education Union, um, who, who are members of that? Are all teachers a member of, the, of that union automatically or are there other teachers' unions? Tell us how, yeah, how you okay. fit into the picture. That landscape. Yeah. Okay, so look, I think that all teachers should be members of a union, <laughs> but it's their choice. So look, I, I was always a member. We've got 48,000-plus members in Victoria. It's growing at the moment. And we cover teachers in Victorian government schools. A union that's growing? I know, I know, I know. Unheard of. I know. Look, it's a, <laughs> a lot of, there's a lot of research into sort of what union, you know, what happening but we've got a lot of uh, female dominated workplace and women are joining unions at higher rates at the moment as well Uh, but we've got uh, we look after teachers in Victorian government schools so primary and secondary schools uh, early childhood educators TAFE teachers adult migrant education services as well are covered by us as well as education support uh, workers in schools so teachers aid integration aids those types of people and office ladies and men are part of our union Uh, we cover the government sector and you have the independent education union uh, for everyone else so our religious settings and also independent schools Got it. Right. So that's we're pitching to the, the, the broadest possible lot. Yep. Uh, now, school's out for midsummer. Uh, we spoke about the expo. The forum, there's a lead into the forum, and Martin Foley's going to be speaking at yep. that. Yes. Uh, which hat will he be wearing that day? Well, yeah, he has he's, many. Got a, he's got a couple of different <laughs> So as the Minister for Equality, he'll be there. He does a whole bunch of different things, but he's been a great supporter of these kinds of programs um, and a lot of the people on the panel as well. So uh, it'll be great to have uh, someone there from the government to, um, to uh, open it and kick things off for the day. The amazing and extraordinary and very gorgeous Kate Jenkins, uh, Victoria's Equal Opportunity and Human Rights Commissioner, will be giving the keynote address. And then I have the great privilege of hosting a panel conversation with Rowena Allen, Ros Ward from Safe Schools, Rebecca Robinson... Uh, and Margot Fink. Now, tell us about Rebecca and Margot, if you yeah, would, Adam. I will, I will. So, um, Margot Fink, she was a, a, a finalist for uh, a Young Australian of the Year. Didn't get there, but still a great honour. Uh, she's going to be coming along to talk on the panel. She's from Minus 18, uh, is their communications officer there, and she'll be talking about uh, the, providing a, a perspective from young people on the panel as sort of an expert in that field. Uh, Rebecca Robertson is a mum and activist, which I like. She uh, had a her child was transitioning in primary school, and there wasn't enough support there at that time. And so she decided she instead of um, being grumpy about the work the teachers do or don't do, she thought I'll get behind this. I'm going to do something to uh, make a change. And she's got a whole uh, parent group that she got together uh, that have been providing advice to schools and to parents in terms of how they can better support um, transitioning young people in schools. Well, it's not just the kids, because teachers also uh, go through transitions, and also there are teachers who, you know, I I had a high school teacher, mate of mine, who wanted to come out to his school and his classes, Mm. and, you know, they're spaces that are being navigated all the time, sometimes easily. Yep. Uh, although for the individual it's not always that easy, uh, sometimes there are challenges that are put in front of these people to do that and uh, we need to be able to make it a safe space for the teachers as well as the mm. kids. Um, mm. 
the, this panel is going to be uh, a very interesting conversation. I'm looking forward to it very much. But it's going to thrash out a lot of issues that uh, that are in the the ether every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now uh, the panel goes for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It's uh, is also interactive. So. You, you want people to contribute to this conversation? Yes, please. I mean, people are going to come to the Expo and Forum with a whole range of experiences from a whole different... Uh, you know, typically we just have our teacher members in. We're going to have... It's open to everybody. It's free as part of um, uh, the festival. So we want, really want to get the conversation going and we want people to bring in their perspectives and talk about what they have had happen or haven't had happen in their uh, working life or in their schooling uh, or for their children. And um, and hopefully we can start working towards some... So I don't think we're going to solve uh, the world's problems all in uh, one afternoon but I'm hoping that by the end of it there'll be some better connections, better understanding and a bit of education, uh, which is really, as an education union, that's what we're about. We're speaking with Adam Sermas, who's been organising the Schools Out for Midsummer Forum and Expo. Adam, usually schools get to this point after something has been presented, after a kid uh, has come out as, uh, you know, same-sex attracted or after... a uh, there's a kid who wants to transition. They they can be on the front foot, not the back foot, though. I agree. Well, I agree. And they do need to be. I think, as we've touched on, the busy workload that teachers have, it can be hard to prioritise that. And I found often with the training that we offer, uh, the teachers that are coming along and the education support workers that are coming along are people who have got, they've got a student that they're dealing with currently. But ideally, in an ideal world, they'd be better prepared for that. So is this about leadership? Is it about the principal taking ownership of these issues? Or is it about leadership within the ranks and, uh, you know, going upstream a little. Yeah, look, you know, the Department of Education and Training is the main employer we deal with. They've got good policies in place around how to support workers, but also young people. Policy doesn't policy, create culture, yeah, though. <laughs> yeah, no, policy and practice can be a bit yeah. of a disconnect. Um, but teachers, they do have that support behind them if they want to take steps in that direction. Um, I think it's, um, it, as we've touched on, it's the prioritising being able to have the time to do it, um, but also the will to do it. And we've got mm. some fantastic, as I was we were talking earlier, we've got some great um, activist members at the union who are also very active in our community as well, and they're really keen to get things happening and make changes uh, and so you know they drive a lot of the stuff we do at the union and they're often there and working with their colleagues trying to get people to to come over to be a bit more proactive in how we support um, the range of people that we have to work with. I know you do a lot of work with safe schools what changes have you seen or or witnessed being a part of um, in the Victorian landscape because ultimately we want all schools to be safe schools mm. um, but we can theoretically with a blink of an eye, we could change all government schools tomorrow. Mm. Yes. We could. Yes. No, we could. We could. It would probably... It's a it's a, a bit like the Titanic. It takes a little while to turn things <laughs> around in the education system, it being so as big as it is. But you're right. I think, um, you know, the, the current um, Victorian government that we have, they talked about bringing in safe schools in every single secondary school in Victoria. And I think a lot of people were really keen to see that vision come to light. It's happening at the moment. At, at, they're increasingly uh, being, being part of it, but they're not compelled to do it So yet. what are the challenges getting in the way of that? Is it about educating those teachers and, and staff and principals? Is it about... Uh, rounding them all up and giving them a one-dayer, or, or, or is, it a, um, is it more than that? Uh, do you know, I think 
when you want to running all up to get and getting a one day costs a bit of money. <laughs> sure. So I think you know often these things come down. But it could all be reasons. done then. It would. It would be taken care of. <laughs> and there's there's a whole bunch of, of other priorities. I suppose we could try and get as well. You know, it's hard to um, you know, as schools have a busy workload and, and really their main focus should be educating young people, our future um, citizens. Um, but obviously they've got wellbeing concerns that they've got to take care of, as well as bike ed, as well as being sun smart, as well as how you should eat and all kinds of all kinds of things. So I think um, you know if we if we, could, if we had a curriculum day every time there was an issue that we wanted to deal with uh, in schools, I don't think that would necessarily uh, fix the problem either. But I they're think- all trained how to use an EpiPen. Yeah. Uh, yes. And so, and, so what's and, the <laughs> what's the deal? <laughs> oh, look, and, you know, and it's the supporting young people is really important. EpiPen can be a bit more life and death sometimes. So Whoa. I mean, I know, I know, Adam, careful. I, know. I, could, I could see that as I was getting there. But I, it is. It's a serious thing that we've got to do something about. I think what is uh, really good, and as when we've seen schools choose to take it on. So rather than being told in a top-down approach, you must do it. This is the way you must speak and act. And do, if people take that on and can see the worth of that and and why they need to act in that area. Uh, and as I said before, we've got some great schools in. It might not have started with the Safe Schools Coalition, but they've set up their own fantastic programs where youth, young people in school, have been able to put our programs together to support their peers, um, or where the principal and school leadership have said, right, well, this isn't good enough, what's happening in our school, we need to change the culture, we need to make some concrete steps towards It would that. be nice to celebrate those schools a little more. I don't know how we do it. But it's part of what we want to do with the day. Yeah. What often happens with these sort of forums and expos is you'll get people who want things they want to change, but also people who have made a change and are really engaged with that so we're hoping for the day we'll have a, a mix of both so people who have things they want to get happening in their school and community uh, but also things that do people who are doing great uh, things because we need to re- we need to really uh, recognize and appreciate the the steps that schools have taken uh, and then we'll continue to take to um, make it a safer place for our kids well Victoria schools are fast becoming frontiers of change. If you want to be a part of Schools Out for Midsummer, and you should be, uh, get along to the forum and expo. It is for all educators, families and young people who are concerned with any LGBTI issues. Get along Saturday, February 6th. So it's a Saturday. You're not at school. Get along. Uh, starts at 10am and it is at the Abbotsford Convent. Uh, just start from the Ab- at our just office. So down on Trenary Crescent. So just around the corner. Just near the Abbotsford Yeah, a beautiful location. <clears throat> Alright, check out more at midsummer.org.au Adam Zermas from the Australian Education Union. Thanks for joining us on the line today. No worries. Thanks for having me. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.